Coming to you from Rockin' Brews in Pointer Park, California, we are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. Today is a special day in any sports fan's life. You might call it Art Christmas. Today, we draft our fantasy football teams. It's draft day! I'm Jeff Wilson, your host, and as usual, I'm joined by all the regular guys. Vic, Darren, Ben, Portuguese Hammer, of course. And rounding out our 12-team standard scoring league is James, Jason, Tony. Bobby couldn't make it, or Hugo, or Ellie, but of course, we are joined by our fearless commissioner. The reason we're all here tonight, and why we didn't have fractional scoring for an entire season, Omaha Stakes League Commissioner Dan Godelmez. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. It's the greatest job on the planet. Dan, what made you decide to want to be a fantasy football commissioner? Because you assholes wouldn't step up. <laughs> Dan does get crap for literally every decision he makes. What, Dan, your experience as fantasy football commissioner, I mean, it's been phenomenal, right? Bunch of assholes. That's you guys are. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of putting up with all you guys. Dan, I got a question for you. What is your secret to running a mediocre fantasy football league? <laughs> it's uh, a lot of prep. Just leave those scores alone and not make any adjustments. I, I changed like two things, okay? Don't. So we're about to start our draft for the season. We literally got our draft order I think two minutes ago and we're about <laughs> ten minutes uh, until draft ago. time. It was an hour ago. It, uh, no. Survey says Because no. you guys don't know how to log on. No. It's not my fault. Commissioner. No. Yeah, that was about the time. That was about the time. <laughs> I mean, for those who don't know what fantasy football is. You got ten minutes. You better hurry it up. I'm taking Gandalf. <laughs> Are you in a two wizard league? Yeah, it's a two, two wizard league. Okay. Yeah, okay. one hobbit. Yeah. One, hobbit. one hobbit. Well, we actually, you got one hobbit here. in the last round, yeah, yeah, for so, sure. You, we don't start orcs, but you can play the orcs in the flex. <laughs> this derailed quickly. I thought at least we'd be able to get five minutes into the show before completely running off the tracks. Anyway. We are here to draft our fantasy football leagues at Rock and Brews in Buena Park. No better place to do a sports draft than a rock and roll bar. <laughs> oh yeah! Give it up to the commissioner for setting yeah. that beauty up again. <laughs> Victor is up first, so I'll tell you what, folks. We're not going to bore you with going through round by round picks, but we do have some exciting news coming up for you. We'll we'll work some headlines in there. I know Eric is pretty upset about the galaxy. Let's not talk about the galaxy. Let's just, they yeah, I don't want to go Hammer, you can talk about the galaxy every time you're on the clock. All right, fair enough. I'll take that. <laughs> this is our fantasy football draft preview show, and we'll be right back. Okay, we should actually get to some legitimate <laughs> LA sports news. So we told Eric he could talk galaxy, but you know what? We're going to make him be report, on the clock while he report. talks Galaxy. Like so he's coming up <laughs> on the clock <laughs> shortly. And here we go. Oh, you're on the clock. All right, Eric. What do we got? All right. So the Galaxy have absolutely fallen apart. At last, uh, our last episode, I was super low on the Galaxy and just not happy with the way they were playing and playing terribly. This is not what I wanted to no, hear. This is awful. So 
Uh, latest news, Nigel de Jong has been sold to a, to a Turkish team. I don't even think it was sold. I think it was a free transfer. So Nigel de Jong is no longer with the team. Giassi Zardes broke his foot. Oh. Yel uh, Van Dam, who has been absolutely amazing and the one player that I've actually been excited about. He's out two to three weeks with an, an injury. Steven Gerrard went oh. out with an injury. Robbie Keane announced his retirement uh, from international play. So I don't know what that says about you know cl- his club ball. So the Galaxy is just in shambles right now. I think the season, it may be done. Maybe time to pack oh, up shop wow. and call it. They still have a lot of talent on the field, so there's still a chance. But like I said, even with the talent that they had, they never got it uh, together. Did you get your pick in? Yeah, I got because it in. I, read, get- <laughs> I, yeah, I, I made sure I, I put him in the queue and I kept talking. <laughs> Right. This is how you multitask, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Nicely done. So, so yeah. It's Are just, we making the playoffs still? Yeah, we'll make the playoffs because they've set themselves up. But okay. it might end up being a five or a six seed, having to be an away game. And there oh, we go. There oh. goes the clock. All right, we got to wait going? till the next round. <laughs> we got to wait till the next round. All right, we're we're coming up on round two of the draft, and there's someone that is long overdue for an introduction Absolutely. in this group. It's Tony El Pres Mejia. <laughs> How are you, Tony? I'm I'm doing very well, very well. Thank you for having yes. me on this very prestigious show. If you will. <laughs> it's great yeah. to have you. An it's great to have you. We had to get you when you weren't somewhere where a closet could be punched. Uh, <laughs> Tony, Don't get me near closets because sometimes I just yeah. you know. Tony is the guy who, if you're going to Vegas and don't want your deposit back, <laughs> you invite, you invite him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want, but you want a He's good story. Guy. If well, you want a good story, though, that's who you. And agree. if you want to have the greatest time of your life in Vegas, <laughs> then you know, then invite me. You know, it's clearly. How do you feel about the first two rounds? You've already done two picks. Who'd you get? Gronk, yes. <laughs> oh, went yes, with Gronk in the first round. Yes, I had to because. He was the best available player when I was up to what draft. Number, what, what, number pick, what number were you? I, w- I believe I was a eighth pick. Eighth pick. Yes. Eighth pick. All right. So we're feeling good about Gronk. I am feeling really good about Gronk. And then, and then what did we do after Gronk? After Gronk, we uh, drafted Le'Veon Bell in the second Ooh, round. So you we wasted got two picks. The first three. <laughs> That's Tony's you MO. look at it that way. <laughs> Pretty much every season, Tony's the guy who to draft a player that uh, is at least out for yeah. There's always three or four weeks, weeks. something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it was what Ray Rice you had, and then uh, I think Peterson. Yeah, Adrian Peterson, Peterson the season yeah. that he was yeah. out. Yeah. But I somehow managed to make it to the championship game last year. So you know, you know, the question, question, questionable character will only get you so far. <laughs> Okay, so one of the things we like to do to make the league a little more exciting is Spice it up. throw a penalty in there. So obviously, first place wins the big money, but last place has to do a penalty. Oh, and it is brilliant this it year. It is awesome. Last season, uh, <laughs> our good friend Mr. Jason Gallo <laughs> to recreate an 80s aerobics video, yeah, which... If you have a chance, check out the Crystal Light Aerobics yes. Championship, like 1988. There's a whole bunch of them. So this year's the <laughs> yeah. loser so goes to a thrift shop, a thrift shop, maybe a Ross, a Ross thrift shop, a something T- like TJ that. TJ Mask, somewhere where there's some questionable wardrobe choices. That's, I like that's, it. I like that's it. where we're going. And we got a $40 spend limit. $40. And everything that the other guys choose. The, guy, the, make, yeah, the rest make, of the guys essentially choose, choose the wardrobe yes. of the loser. He buys it. We go out for drinks. Him wearing that outfit, and we're going to create a GIF out of that. Is that the rest of us, 
Is it a, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Give, give. You know what I we're like talking Jif. about. But yeah, we'll make a, a GIF of yes. which, whatever One of they're those wearing. That, that the rest of the league can use in all, for all eternity. Yeah, I think he said in perpetuity. Yeah. Which, uh, you've been watching some Shark Tank. Like, but you know what? Having a penalty, you really it really does step the league yeah. up. The penalty is almost better than the prize. Because oh, yeah. you are shooting not to have to have it's, 11 yeah. other people pick. Because it's coming at <laughs> you from both angles. Yeah. Like, you want to win, but if your team is terrible, you can't just give up. <laughs> yeah. Because you do not you got, want to lose the penalty. You've got skin in the game no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it makes the loser's bracket even more exciting <laughs> than the winner's bracket. <laughs> so we all are familiar with, of course, Benjamin Garcia, Mr. D1. Hoop-de-hoop, hoop-de-hoop. But D1, many of you don't know that he plays fantasy football in herds. So that's right. He showed up with his entourage. Yes. <laughs> we have Brendan, Ruben, and Tyler, who actually had to step out. What's the strategy we got going on? All right, so here's the strategy. The strategy is that I'm really busy with my day-to-day -day weeks. <laughs> and so... I don't have I don't have the eye on the fantasy the way that I should and I've got really great friends that not only keep their nose to the grindstone but they keep their ears to the ground and they always know what's going on so I rely on them to help me make decisions to win not just compete but to win fantasy football championships I I'm impressed Ruben Ruben we know you're the brains behind the operation for the listeners who maybe have never played fantasy football before or joining for their first time what's like a piece of advice you could give them because obviously you're the guru grabbing value I think value, value. Oh. getting value where you pick and where you draft and uh, letting your uh, management team understand that hey give me the rock yeah and let me deliver oh. <laughs> That's key. <laughs> so, okay, so let's let's get a little fantasy meat here. But now that we're several rounds, we're almost done with the draft. What what are some picks that you think were value picks in this draft? Unfortunately, our team pick was number I think we had nine. number 9. Okay. And uh uh, we really wanted to grab Allen Robinson and DeAndre Hopkins, but we grabbed DeAndre Hopkins as our first pick, which I thought was amazing. That's and we good. almost got we almost got Allen Robinson as our with our turn, but unfortunately he didn't fall to us. So it really depends on who's going to drop to you on that established pick that you do have. Um, what we did grab was what each pick? other. What? <laughs> Why were you looking? <laughs> I think a Wondering steal guys. is getting Tom Brady if you could grab him in the early eight to nine rounds. So you think even missing the what four weeks? He's still four weeks. You could grab a late night, a late pick like a, a Derek Carr or a Tyrod Taylor to hold you up until Tom Brady comes and yep. delivers your championship. Now there was some debate amongst Jugs about between Tyrod Taylor and Derek Carr, and ultimately, what did you guys decide? Well, it's a, it's a healthy conversation when you got four people that are part of a team and everybody's got their opinion. Everybody kind of has their their thing to say, and ultimately. 
uh, as the owner, I let my GM make the decision. <laughs> I do, I do, because you know what? I, I'll be the I'll be the first to tell you I know the least about fantasy football in the whole group here. So uh, I let Ruben make the decision. But in that case, with Derek Carr and with Except that one, <laughs> no, in that case with Tyrod Taylor and Derek Carr, what ended up happening was it was three against one, and the GM, like a good GM does, he listens to his people, and so we made the team decision in that case, and we said Derek Carr. All right. I do want to go back to the Tom Brady pick. I think that was a good pick. Got to give it up because when he comes back, he's going to come back angry, and he's just going to throw up numbers like crazy. And he plays in the NFC East, which has – I'm sorry, AFC East, which has absolutely nobody Nobody that's competed in 10 years. And what people are failing to recognize is not only do they have the original great Gronk is that they also have Martellius Bennett that got onto their team that's yeah. going to fill the spot of Aaron Hernandez. The the two punch, yeah. two tight Wait, ends, so gonna kill and they're going to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> we're hoping. We're hoping. <laughs> well, good stuff, Jugs. Best of luck to you. Actually, I take that back. We, no, we're yeah. all rooting for your failure, but, but it's nice to see you guys. All right, Hammer's back on the clock, so here we go with the rest of his Galaxy report. <laughs> Uh, we're in the later round, so I'm just going to queue up uh, a Oh, you got it queued here. up? I got it queued right, up. So I'm you're ready good. to go. Okay, so right. Tori Smith is right there waiting for me. <laughs> so I think where I left off. Tori Smith this early, really? <laughs> well, you know, it is. What is this, the third round? <laughs> it is. It is uh, I think it's round 10. So, you know, it's about fair. Value over replacement players. I the Doug's talking over All right. there. You've eaten up 30 <laughs> seconds of your time. All right. So I think uh, last where I, I left off. The Galaxy looks like they're going to make the playoffs because they've set themselves up with all those ties. They're not going to drop that far below. It's still possible that they miss the playoffs, but uh, I don't think they will. But they will probably end up doing an away game. And it's looking eerily similar to last season where they dropped in the standings towards the end of the season, had an away game, and went out in the first first round of the playoffs. Without their most talented players, I just don't see them doing it. I hope that there's some type of, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Ewing theory, with uh, Patrick Ewing and the Knicks. When he went out injured, that's when the Knicks made the finals. So maybe when all these Galaxy big names get hurt, maybe that's when the B team steps up and we make a run. It sounds like a reach. That's what we call a reach. (laughs) That was a little bit of a reach. I I think I pulled something stretching. I was going to say, Magic Magic Johnson, Byron Scott, and James Worthy all got hurt in the same finals. They didn't didn't make it past six games. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not optimistic. I think we might have to burn this season to the ground. Oh, well, you know what? You're no longer on the clock, so if you have any more, it's going to have to wait another round. <laughs> is this, uh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Wait, is this your last Galaxy update for the season? No, it's. Uh, you know what? I'm going to bring it back for you, Ben. I'm going to keep bringing updates and keep being depressed. Well, you know what? How about this? I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal. When you do that, you can come over to the hate couch, and you can you can get update your ass off. You love you this. Like. I know you secretly love me. I'm, I'm li- unloading. No, you know what? I actually hate to see a friend really go. You know what? Because I know what you're it's a like. liar. No, no, no. You no, love no. seeing my misery with the angels. Let me finish. Let me finish. I hate to see a friend who really loves a team go through the misery that you're going through. But because it is soccer, it doesn't hurt me as much as it guy. would be if what it was baseball you're, or basketball. You are a liar because you love my misery with the Angels. No, you know what? I love your misery not with the Angels but with Albert Pujols. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really care about the Angels because in order to hate the Angels, you have to love them in some respect. I don't give a shit about them either way. So, Albert Pujols, I don't like because he was a Cardinal, and that's what that's where I'm coming from. Hashtag Pujols watch. He is batting 263 with 26 home runs and 103 RBIs. 
He's leading the team in home runs and RBIs. Behind, and that, I mean, in front of Trout? In front of Trout. Yeah. Wow. Trout's got uh, 25. He's right behind him. They've been neck and neck the whole what's, season. What's Trout hitting on average? Uh, Trout is batting 319. Oh, okay. That's much better. Yeah. My, my uh, draft is coming up, so we'll be back. <laughs> Tired of being sidelined due to back pain, headaches, or sciatica? Instead of medicating the symptoms, fix the cause of the problem. Here at Garcia Chiropractic, we do a thorough evaluation of every patient. Our digital x-ray analysis gets to the root of the problem and gets you back in the game. Go online to dannygarciadc.com to schedule a new patient exam. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a complimentary 30-minute massage. Again, that's dannygarciadc.com. dannygarciadc.com. Schedule your exam today. Welcome back to the show. Jason Gallo is here. How you doing, Jason? Yeah, I'm not so confident right now, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Rumor on the street is that you already took the Pittsburgh defense, and it was the first one off the board. Hey-oh! Is that true? That can't be true. It might have been a little bit of a slip of the hand and a waitress talking to me. Oh, who knows? I think it also should be noted that Jason was frozen in a cryogenic chamber for eight, eight years, so he still thinks the Steelers' defense is relevant. Okay, another item of business we have to address this week is SC versus Alabama week one college football and our own D1 is actually going to the game. How's that feel, Hammer, that he's a bigger fan than you are? Wow. Uh, I actually had planned to go to the game but due to some uh, other circumstances I won't be able to go. So I I hope he has a great time out there. I'll be there in spirit for sure. Yeah, I'm a little bummed, but I'm happy for you, Victor. This should be awesome at Cowboy Stadium. Totally looking forward to it. Yeah. So, uh, and also El Tres, Tony Mejia is yes, also sir. a big SC fan. Fight on, What fight are we on. predicting for the Trojans this weekend? I I am predicting a win. I am predicting wow. a win. I, I, uh, they, they have a new program under Clay Halton, and they got a lot of returning offensive players. They're a very explosive team. Max Brown looks promising. So, you know, I, li- I, like, I like what I see. Yeah. I like what I see. I like it. I have a little bit of a different opinion. I think that when you're <laughs> really when you when you're breaking in a new quarterback, you can never expect them to just start performing at that highest level. And so, even though Max Brown is a returning uh, member of the team and he's in now, but he's a new starter, and so you got to work out the kinks, especially now that you've got a coach that you've had a full off season to learn his offense, that kind of thing. Right now, they're I think Alabama's favored by 11 or 12 points. Probably by kickoff, it'll be 13 to 14, almost two touchdowns. I actually do feel that SC is going to give them a little bit more of a game than they expect. Uh, I think that Alabama has had some noise during the offseason that they don't typically have. So I'd like to see how focused they are. And they're also breaking in a new quarterback. So this is a neutral site game. We'll see how it goes. But like I said, I'm going with three or two of my best friends, and we're going to go drink. Oh, we're going to we're going to tailgate, and we're going to have the best time out at Jerry World. And I'll I'll come back with tons of reports. But I'm telling you right now that SC is going to give them a game. Yeah. Hammer, your thoughts? I, uh, do I have to be the negative guy? Uh oh, hey couch. I, I don't know. I kind of like Tony. He's the rainbows and butterflies guy hey, like me. Hey, I like. It. I mean, I. 
they're my team. I gotta, I gotta, you know, yeah. I gotta be positive. And, but they, they are, they, they look good. I like, yeah. I like it. They're promising. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Here's, here's the one thing that, that scares me, and Ben brought it up. It's with the new quarterback. I fear that we're gonna see a lot of screen passes, maybe rely a little too heavily on the run. And Alabama has been there before. They've played in national championship games. They've played in big games. And SC, even though they've played uh, good opponents, and they're not. You know, new to the spotlight, but Alabama's—they go about it like a professional team, and I just don't know if SC can do it. I—I I know they have the weapons. They have the—I I would not be surprised if they were able to pull off an upset. I'm not expecting a win, but um, I—I wouldn't—I wouldn't be surprised if SC gave them a game. But I just think Alabama's going to go at it like a bunch of professionals, and 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 they'll they'll take the win. But SC will come out better for it because they'll be battle tested once they go into Pac-12 play and playing the rest of their season. Great points. Uh, one thing that I want to point out is that Alabama lost their number one running back, and they've also lost their quarterback. So they're filling two of their backfield positions, just like SC is doing. So I think that it's going to be a fair game. You're going to see a ton of screens. You're going to see a lot of that stuff on both sides. With Lane Kiffin and the new quarterback, you'll see screens on the other side. For sure. Absolutely. So we'll see how it goes. Definitely. No, I, and I think, you know, even if... I, you know, I'd like to see SC win, but even if they didn't and, it, and they give them a good game, it's a close game, that's a win for SC too because, I mean, you're playing Alabama, the number one team in the country. Yeah, with and sanctions, that'd be amazing. Oh, there it is! That's what I was waiting for! That's what I was waiting for is the sanctions. All right, now I think somebody's on the clock, so we better get out of here. So the draft has completed, and we've all got our grades that is some arbitrary number given by... And Juggs is projected to take last place. Ben Garcia, a.k.a. D1, is projected to get last in the league, according to NFL.com. That's pretty freaking exciting for everyone because no one is rooting for Dan, for Ben. Says an opportunity to beat expectations this season. They're focused, or they're forecasted to finish 12th in the league. They will be looking for. There's 12 teams, by the way. They will be looking for some breakout performances from their five ball carriers. These running backs are projected to average 109.4 points this season, less than the league average of 145. Not surprisingly, Juggernauts landed a foursome of running backs with the most room for improvement. So I just want to point out that the way these rankings work is based off of projection scores. Where uh, we here have, come the excuses. Well, no, here come excuses. the excuses. Where, 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 we have, where we have Tom Brady as our first quarterback that we picked off the draft board. Sure. Who is taking away four games that he's not going to be scoring any points. Yeah, that makes which sense. Which we took in consideration, and we're running with Derek Carr on that. All right. So, so value I, I love it. You know, let's open up for bets. Who wants to take on a bet that oh. Jugs won't make? Playoffs because I, we will. I don't think that's, I. I think you'll not be last, but I'm sure I'm going to hope for it. I'll tell you what. That's spoken like a true GM. Just yes. full of bullshit. <laughs> Talking like a politician with no content. Like Donald Trump with a great contract. <laughs> you look great tonight, Hillary. <laughs> what are some of the other grades? I clearly this thing is actually wrong because I got a C plus grade and it's saying I'm going to finish seventh, and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to finish first, yeah, at least in the top one. I was feeling really good about mine. It said I got an A, but then it said I was projected to be second place, and I saw three other grades that were exactly the same. Said the same thing. Yeah, so uh, everyone's not special. If, if no one's special, wait, wait. If everyone's special, then no one's special. It's a millennial thing. Yeah. 
Did we talk you, about uh, single Maltese Falcons? Of course, you want let's, to talk. let's talk. Oh, a with plus. A, oh, projected what's your projected finish? finish? Silver medal. Every year. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, James is pretty much the silver medal every year <laughs> that we've ever played fantasy football. Yeah. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. And yes. loses in heart. But I got fashion. some beautiful dresses in the closet show for it. So, Commissioner Gadelmez, what did you get? I got a B. Uh, projected record is five and eight with a tie for ninth place. Seventy-six percent chance of making playoffs. Not going to be last place. Listen, Dan, you may have a seventy-six percent of making the playoffs, but a hundred percent of messing this league up. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that's Let's right. Get this guy out of here. Do we have any parting advice for any? Uh, fantasy football players out there, I feel like we should give something to whoever's listening out there. As a good teacher, I'm going to say do your homework. That's a good advice. There, there are so many changes from year to year, and you have to be up on who's moved teams, who's that going to benefit, are the rookies going to be worth your value when you pick them up. So just do a little bit of homework. You don't have to go total I like full nerd like I the like Jugs it. and the... Uh, Go, you know, ceiling and floor right, and value right. over replacement yeah, and vorp exactly, and uh, exactly. dorp and porp. But you know, I'll tell you what. Here's my here's my one piece of advice for this season. Don't well, yeah. Don't drink too much beer in the first couple rounds because, or if you do, bring your smartphone with you to the bathroom because, yeah, that may have happened in the about the sixth round. Uh, don't draft a QB or a tight end too early. I think this season there's plenty of QBs and tight ends in the later rounds that you could get. That, unless uh, you can get an elite one, though. Unless you can get an elete one, maybe. maybe three, but you know three what? Or four guys the the tendency is to draft them, draft them early. And I feel like you could, st- like in the first few rounds, you're I drafting d- a QB. I think that's too early this season. Mm. If if Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson fell to you in like the the third, third or fourth round, then maybe. But uh, I, yeah. there's plenty Otherwise, of value that's, that's in later fair. rounds. Um, With Blake Bortles types. <laughs> yes, that's right. Tyrod Taylor, he's going to be huge this season. Dan? <laughs> Great insight. Commissioner Godelmez, your thoughts? <laughs> and that is our league, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we do. That's what we do. Oh, that's why we love him. You know what? We're going to go play some cornhole here at... Uh, Rock and Brews. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) actually, that's what we meant. We meant the game. Thank you for listening. We are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. You know what? All the usual stuff. And Galaxy, don't break my heart. Oh, I'm sorry, Eric. I'm sorry. I wasn't hoping for that. I was not. If you're drafting your fantasy football team, best of luck. (laughs) Don't draft Pittsburgh D in the fifth round like Jason Gallo. For all the guys... We'll see you guys next week.